Look, trust in the FBI is eroding left and right. Um, feels like we're in the moment that we need a real church committee, that this is a moment like J when the J. Edgar Hoover FBI clearly was no longer helping the American people. There was a moment. It feels like we might be in one of those moments. Wow, that's Chunk Todd. Chunk, of course, is a former Democrat Party campaign operative, and his wife is a big-time left-wing Bernie Sanders Democrat operative as well, bringing in millions of dollars to the Chunk family coffers. And, uh, boy, when the FBI has lost Chunk, reminds me of Lyndon Baines Johnson during the Vietnam War saying if he's lost Walter Cronkite, he's lost America. Not that Chunk is Walter Cronkite by any stretch of the imagination. But Chunk Todd, old Chunk, hey, the FBI has, uh, yeah, it's true, and the FBI continues to just eat it. Uh, every time you look up, they've got another bad news story, another black eye. I don't know how many black eyes the FBI has, but they're going to have to send out for some more eyes because they're, uh, boy, they're in bad shape. Now, the, uh, the church committee was a long, long time ago. The uh, 1970s, 1975, 1976, a, um, a committee put together to look into the corruption and abuses um, of our federal agencies, the CIA in particular. And, and, um, and it is time that we had a committee and a Republican committee, now because the Democrats are so corrupt now, honestly. They're as bad as the FBI. And we saw when we had the FBI whistleblowers and the news media. How corrupt was the news media? Media Research Center did, a, did great pieces on uh, ABC, CBS, and NBC completely ignored the whistleblowers. All three networks completely ignored the whistleblowers. Their evening news broadcasts. Hey, huge uh, hearing on Capitol Hill whistleblowers, FBI employees saying there are abuses there. And we had three networks. You know, the domestic entertainment networks, they, uh, they completely ignored this gigantic story. But, uh, but pay no attention. Pay no attention to any of that. It's just, uh, just amazing what, uh, what our news media has become. And it was uh, named for a, a senator, a Democrat senator, no less, uh, Frank Church. Frank Church was an Indiana Democrat. And uh, there were abuses in the government. And, and uh, the Senate took up the matter, held extensive hearings to look at, look at abuses. Um, there were, and the New York Times actually reported on it at the time. I think the TV networks did, too, and that's back before there was cable television and all that stuff. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. You know, it, and it started out, I think, as a lynch mob to go after Richard Nixon, and, and, uh, but never mind that. And Seymour Hirsch was in the middle of it. Remember him? He came up with a fake, what was his fake story recently? Oh, that uh, Joe Biden blew up the Nord Stream pipelines. That was his story, right? And it may even turn out to be true, but he didn't have the story. He didn't have the sources. He didn't, nobody believed him um, because he writes a lot of fake stuff and has over the years. Yeah, the, uh, the CIA had been spying on anti-war activists. And, of course, the FBI was spying on anti-war activists and spying on Martin Luther King and spying on the civil rights movement and, and all these uh, abuses. And now we've got, uh, i got to tell you that, you know, I'm sure the FBI under J. Edgar Hoover, right, 
I'm a Mary under J. Edgar Hoover. <clears throat> uh, there were all kinds of abuses. And I was talking about J. Edgar Hoover last week. And now we had J. Edgar Comey, uh, who is a corrupt individual, in my humble estimation, who, who uh, corruptly abused his power um, and uh, sought to undermine, and I think successfully undermined, President Trump. And uh, started when he was president-elect Trump. And J. Edgar Comey started abusing his powers. Amazing stuff. So, but in any case, you got Chunk Todd now. Of all people, Chunk, saying maybe it's time for a church committee, church-style committee, to look at abuses in the FBI, and I'm with him. I'm with Chunk. Wait, today I'm with the Reverend Al Charlatan, and I'm with Chunk Todd. That is crazy. The, the, the earth must have been knocked off of its axis or something, uh, rotating in the opposite direction. This is completely insane. Man, oh man. Yeah, the Senate Select Committee to study governmental operations with respect to intelligence activities, the church committee. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Yeah. Abuses, the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, and the IRS. You know, it really is pastime because, you know, the Obama-Biden administration used the IRS against their political enemies and that was swept under the rug. That was, oh, no big deal. Remember Lois Lerner testifying on Capitol Hill, and she laughed in their faces on Capitol Hill. And the news media applauded uh, the abuses of the CIA under Barack Obama because it would be racist not to. That's kind of the thing about that, isn't it? Uh-uh-uh, chunk. Can you believe that? Just nuts. Uh, and we have more on that as well, uh, come to think of it. We've got uh, good stuff. And you see uh, uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden in Japan um, called the president of South Korea a loon. Now, he's one of our uh, uh, most important allies in the region. And there's Joe Biden in the region representing us. And Joe Biden referred to the president of South Korea as loon, L-O-O-N, all right, like a lunatic uh, like a crazy bird, and that's okay because he's Joe Biden and he has the protection of the news media. You should probably the, know the names of our most important allies in the region when you're visiting the region. And uh, with communist China rising in the 21st century and the United States shrinking into a hole like a moray eel in a coral reef because Joe Biden is there, um, pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, and here's Joe now. The, uh, the thing about uh, about Joe Biden is, um, well, and the thing about our news media is that nobody will, nobody will fact check him. Nobody will call him on it. But the RNC, the Republican National Committee research people, uh, pulled it together, and they noticed that the South Korean president is uh, Yoon Suk Yao, and so you call him Yoon, Y-O-O-N, but Joe Biden called him Loon. I've spoken at length with President Loon of South Korea. He came to Washington of late. I spoke with uh, President Loon. That's that's our pro. You mean President Yoon? You just called him a loon. Loon. That's our president. Somebody voted for him. Not only that, a record number of people in the history of the country voted for him. But we were just talking about Chunk Chunk Todd, 
saying that it may be time for another uh, church committee to look at abuses at the FBI. And uh, I couldn't agree more. Here's the problem, though. The Democrat Party will derail all of it because the FBI has been working for the Democrat Party on behalf of Democrat re-election efforts. The FBI going to, in 2020 before Election Day, going to Facebook, going to Twitter, and just cajoling them enough to reduce the number of shares on the New York Post stories about Hunter Biden's laptop and the emails saying it, you know, Russian disinformation. And then the CIA, of course, with um, Michael Morell, who was acting director of CIA at one point and deputy director of CIA for real before that, getting penitentiary faced John Brennan, who voted for Gus Hall for the presidency of the United States, the Communist Party candidate, to sign on to 51, Dana Bash's ex-husband, uh, signing on 51 corrupt Democrats, signing on to this fake letter, uh, which was designed to tamper with our presidential election, right? And it's time that all of this be looked at, not just by talk radio and a couple of news channels, but out in the light of day. And, and again, when the FBI whistleblowers came forward, that was an important story um, ignored. It was, I think it was on page four of the Washington Post, and it was, uh, it was a dismissive piece on the whistleblowers. I've never seen whistleblowers dismissed like this by the news media before. And again, ABC, CBS, and NBC completely ignored the hearing with the FBI whistleblowers talking about corruption in our government. We don't have a legitimate fourth estate in the United States of America. It's a, a tragic thing. Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House, somewhat ironically, and uh, he was talking about this over the weekend. I want to be very clear with the FBI director that Congress has a right and we have the jurisdiction to oversee the FBI. This is one piece of paper that a chairman of a committee has requested to see. I explained to the director that we will do everything in our power and we have the jurisdiction over the FBI that we have the right to see this document. Mm. I believe after this call we will get this document. I, I don't believe that. That's the Speaker of the House and the FBI has been stonewalling because one of the whistleblowers out of the FBI, and there have been a number of them, not just the three or four that we saw the other day, uh, said that the FBI is in possession of a document, not a single page, but a multi-page document that demonstrates that Joe Biden has and the Biden family have been taking money from hostile foreign actors and countries. And the FBI has possessed this document since before the 2020 election. And the FBI looks more and more corrupt with each passing day. And the uh, Congress, which has oversight authority, according to our Constitution, has requested and then demanded and then subpoenaed this document from the FBI. And the FBI continues to not provide the document to the Congress. And once again, it looks like a corrupt FBI is doing the work of the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, the Democrat Party, in shielding them from any bad news. And I can't, I can hardly imagine anything more corrupt than that. Now, again, that was Kevin McCarthy. He was on with Maria Bartiromo yesterday. Uh, and uh, boy, and now this time he thinks they'll get it. You ever notice how Republicans never pound the table like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Democrats and, you know, and the, the news media never becomes angry with the Republicans because the government is stonewalling and there's corruption everywhere. It's 
pretty amazing stuff. James Comer, uh, committee chairman, House of Representatives, uh, also following this stuff pretty closely, uh, talking about the Biden organized crime syndicate and all of their ill-gotten gains, their money coming in from countries like Romania and Ukraine and China. Pay no attention, Congressman James Comer. The reason we're so concerned about this is because this fits a pattern of what we've seen in Romania and other countries around the world where the president, uh, then vice president, uh, flew into a country, uh, took an unusually active role in foreign policy in this particular country, uh, was the lead person on foreign aid in this particular country, and then all of a sudden his family members start getting wires from foreign nationals from this particular country through these various LLCs and shell companies that the Biden family created. Why would that be a problem, right? If you're a Democrat, this is how corrupt our culture has become because of the information dominance of the left, which has taken over the Democrat Party, the media, and academia like an invading army. The New York Post today, McCarthy believes FBI will release informant file alleging Biden took bribes as VP. He's vice president. Uh, bribes, they're calling it bribes, the Congress. And they have the authority, of course, constitutional and otherwise, to demand, to subpoena. And the FBI continues to stonewall. I ought to send the U.S. Capitol Police down there uh, to, you know, with a battering ram to break the door down and go enforce some damn constitutional law. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has a new sense of faith that the FBI will finally give Congress an informant file reportedly alleging that President Joe Biden took bribes from foreign countries while he was vice president. Gosh, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? You know, the truth, government accountability, and where is the fourth estate? Where are the journalists on all of this? I've got much more for you on this as well. Its official reports say that the banking collapse of 2023 is more devastating than the banking collapse of 2008. And right now, a series of global financial dominoes are falling all over the place. It may not be over yet. Don't wait for that bad news email that's going to say, sorry, your account has been frozen. We've got to take action now to protect what we've worked so hard to build over our adult lifetimes. My friends at American Alternative Assets, give them a call and request your free wealth protection guide. Call 888-4GOLD20. Call right now, 888-446-5360. This invaluable guide is going to outline the precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequences. Thank you very much. Call American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888, the number 4, gold 20, to get your free gold and silver guide today. Again, the number is 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, this is, you know, there is, uh, the city of Washington is a very corrupt place at the moment. And we are, Chunk Todd is right. We're going to need a a church committee style investigation. 
uh, to expose this stuff. You know, the problem is one of the two parties is benefiting from a corrupt FBI. That's the Democrat Party and a corrupt intelligence community. Um, it's like we've been invaded by a foreign power. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Such a busy planet we have here. There is a report this morning of a uh, a possible explosion at the Pentagon or near the Pentagon. And the Pentagon spokesman, I guess, is on the record now saying no explosion at the Pentagon. But initial reports are always wrong. Keep that in mind. So we're going to... We're going to put our ear to the ground and uh, see what we can learn about that, if there is anything to it. I also want to uh, make a correction because one of our brilliant listeners dialed in and said uh, correctly, wanted to correct me on something, which is always welcome, always good. Those rare instances where I may be wrong about something. But uh, Senator Frank Church, I said, was from Indiana. That's wrong. He was from Idaho. He was from Idaho. He was a Democrat from Idaho. Back when the Democrats were more likely to be on our side, more likely to be on the 1970s. But uh, Frank Church, Idaho, not Indiana. I apologize for that inaccurate statement uh, since Chunk was talking about, uh, about all that. I have more audio for you from uh, James Cromer, and we'll, we'll sort out uh, what is going on at the Pentagon, if anything at all. Also, uh, you should know and you should tell your friends and family if you, you know, if you missed the first hour de- today, you can subscribe and download the Chris Plant Show podcasts. You can listen to all three hours at your leisure. You know, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you can get podcasts and, and uh, just sign up and it'll be and they'll alert you. Hey, new podcasts available. Pretty nifty. we got a lot of crazy going on here today. Uh, first of all, there is a, uh, a news story that may or may turn out to be what it appears. The New York Times has the headline, 30 tons of explosive chemicals lost during rail shipment. Sure, why would that be a problem? And the New York Post was, of course, uh, at least a day ahead of the New York Times, 
60,000 pounds of explosive chemical lost in shipping. Why would that be a problem? It says, report. So, there is a report that almost 60,000 pounds of an explosive chemical disappeared from a rail car last month as it was being shipped through the western United States, according to reports. Explosive company Dynamo, <clears throat> excuse me, Dino, not Dynamo, Dino, like dynamite, kid dynamite, Dino Noble, or Nobel, because, you know, Alfred Nobel uh, of the Nobel Prize uh, invented dynamite, as every school child knows. Dino Noble reported the vanishing ammonium nitrate, the main ingredient in Timothy McVeigh's 1995 bomb in Oklahoma City, to the Federal National Response Center on May 10th. Uh, KQED, a left-wing taxpayer-funded uh, news outfit posted. The chemical, which can also be used as fertilizer, naturally was put in a rail car that departed Cheyenne, Wyoming. Beautiful Cheyenne, Wyoming. April 12th, headed to California. Got to look out in California. Never know what might happen. And the rail car was found empty two weeks later during a stop in the Mojave Desert, the outlet said. Well, that's kind of curious, isn't it? Four separate investigations have been launched and apparently the government made no announcements of any kind. It leaked out because, you know, you wouldn't want anybody to know anything about this. The company was shipping the ammonium nitrate in pellet form and believes that it may have begun falling out of the rail car at some point during the trip, a Dino Noble spokesman told KQED. Now, that would probably be the best possible um, outcome here if that is the case. The rail car was sealed when it left Cheyenne. The seals were still intact when it arrived in Saltdale, California. The initial assessment is that the leak through the bottom gate on the rail car may have developed in transit. Yeah, but if uh, they're sealed when they got there, then that seems kind of curious, doesn't it? The Dino Noble spokesman told the New York Post there is no indication of any danger to the public, no indication the pellets were intentionally taken by anyone. Every indication the pellets, pellets fell from the rail car. When you say every indication, did you go back and find them along the train tracks? Because that would, I think, constitute every indication, wouldn't it? Onto the tracks in small quantities throughout the long trip, eventually leaving one of three sections in the rail car empty. Well, you know, that might make sense. That could be the case. Now, that is a, that's a, an interesting story. And then it goes with this story, because this morning, here Monday morning in Washington, D.C., a photograph appeared on Al Gore's Amazing Internet. The photograph appears to show a massive explosion at or outside of the Pentagon, uh, just across the mighty Potomac River from Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia. I was uh, at the Pentagon the last time there was a big explosion at the Pentagon. That's because some crazy Islamic terrorist flew an airliner into the side of the building. Don't let anybody tell you any different. So the uh, headline from a little while ago, large explosion near the Pentagon complex, Washington, D.C., initial report. And it was all over Twitter. And there's a photograph uh, that would make it appear that there was a, a very large explosion. Uh, at or just outside of the Pentagon, and a huge plume of black smoke 
uh, billowing into the sky. And the initial reports, you know what I like to say, don't you? Initial reports are always wrong. I've been saying this for years, haven't I? And uh, now it appears that, uh, and, 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 and I think this is kind of BS language too. Uh, now they're saying, oh, it's AI. Now everything's going to be AI, right? Your kid stubs a toe, it's going to be AI. Everything's going to be AI. You mean somebody faked a photo? Is that what we're saying? Does that take artificial intelligence to fake a photo? Because I've noticed that a lot of photos have been faked. Yeah, um, and uh, Russian television reporting this. Russian television RT posted the photo, and they were going to town with it. A large explosion at the Pentagon. Pentagon complex. Really, it's just the Pentagon. I know it's complex, but it's uh, just the Pentagon. No confirmation of explosion near Pentagon. Media outlet RT deletes tweet and picture. Uh, is another headline. And now we've got the uh, the spokesmodel at the Pentagon saying there has been no explosion at the Pentagon. So a fake photo uh, caused a panic, and apparently it was, Michael, you're saying it was affecting the stock market. Is that right? Oh, no. A big explosion at the Pentagon, and the stock market is uh, affected. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's, uh, that's what... Uh, some of the report, their initial reports. Look out for initial reports. Also, since we're talking about the Pentagon, this is great. The Reuters news agency with an exclusive colon. They love their colons. Pentagon accounting error overvalued Ukraine weapons aid by $3 billion. Oops. Who's doing the math over here? Give me, your, give me that pencil. I need, a, I need a blue pencil over here. Pentagon accounting error overvalued Ukraine weapons aid by $3 billion. It turns out it went into the Biden family bank accounts. Kind of peculiar, isn't it? Just kidding. It didn't really. That we know of so far. The Pentagon overestimated the value of the ammunition, missiles, and other equipment it sent to Ukraine by around $3 billion. A Senate aide and a defense official said, an error that may lead the way for more weapons being sent to Kiev for its defense against Russian forces. Now, that's very convenient. I think that's very convenient indeed. Because, again, I go back to my Washington Post today, which is a Democrat Party propaganda outlet. And their lead story, upper right-hand corner, A-sectional, front page. Zelensky, you know him, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, is not corrupt at all. Let's send all our money. It'll be good. They need yachts. Zelensky mourns Bakhmut carnage. That's with this city, Bakhmut, in, uh, in Ukraine. Zelensky mourns uh, Bakhmut carnage because there's carnage because the commies are there and the commies kill people. That's what commies do. Pleads at G7 summit for steady Ukraine aid. Hey, look, we just found $3 billion over here in a shoebox we didn't even know we had. On visit to Hiroshima, he warns of similar fate. Yeah, because Hiroshima, and then we're going to have uh, Bakhmut is going to be nuked by the Russians, and there's going to be a mushroom cloud just like the one outside the Pentagon today for the huge explosion that didn't happen, and, and that's okay. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky imploring the world's wealthy democracies to continue supplying Ukraine with arms and money. Send more money. We need more money. Money is what we need. 
stood in a place once synonymous with utter military devastation. I mean victory at the end of World War II to crush imperialism and fascism. Devastation to mourn the destruction of his country's own city of Bakhmut. Visiting Hiroshima, decimated by an atomic bomb in 1945, Zelensky warned urgently that Ukraine cities could face a similar fate if the world does not help him rebuild Russia's onslaught. Now, so if you don't give me billions of dollars, then Hiroshima all over again, and that will be bad, very bad, not good, but bad. And, um, and then, boy, at almost the exact same time, the Pentagon stumbles on, and it wasn't even the Pentagon, of course. It was, you know, an accounting error, um, just a minor thing. We discovered uh, there was this very bizarre admission from the Pentagon this week uh, of an accounting error uh, that suggested that the U.S. has at least three billion dollars that it didn't know it had that it can use for Ukraine aid. That's a hell of an accounting error. Um, and it provides a lot of fodder to critics of U.S. aid to Ukraine and critics who say there's not enough oversight going on. Um, you are think- you concerned about this accounting error? There, no, no, me, no. It's only $3 billion. Why would I care about $3 billion being misplaced under my bed? That's uh, not a thing at all. That's Jake Tapper, of course. He is a former Democrat Party Capitol Hill staffer, um, along with so many, so, so many of the network news anchors. And I love that the $3 billion, the, uh, the mistake was found by a Senate aide and a defense official. Oops, hey. Wait a minute, we have the $3 billion. Where did it go? And so they uh, find the $3 billion, and, and we're supposed to be happy. Hey, they found $3 billion. Now, maybe we need another review. What do you think? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Just, uh, just crazy. The Department of Defense's change in valuation of the cost of arms sent to Ukraine is a major mistake, U.S. Senator Roger Wicker the top Republican on the Senate Armed Services Committee said its effect would uh, be to underestimate future needs of our European allies. It's only $3 billion. Our priority should be a Ukrainian victory over Putin. Unilaterally altering military aid calculations is an attempt at deception, and it undermines this goal. I, this town is so corrupt, I got to tell you. It's crazy how corrupt it is. Uh, Jake Sullivan answering. Oh, and uh, Jake Tapper had his pal Jake Sullivan, the anemic uh, Jake Sullivan. He's the national security advisor. And at the end of the day, not one penny of U.S. dollars will have gone missing or have been misallocated. It will all be provided in the form of equipment to Ukraine on the battlefield. But of course, it would be better to get it right in terms of the accounting up front. In the end, though, uh, the Pentagon discovered the error, the Pentagon corrected the error, and Ukraine will get what it needs, and the American taxpayer will uh, be able to be confident that this money is being spent uh, effectively and appropriately. We'll be able to be confident that this money, because we just misplaced $3 billion for a while, and you can be confident that it's all okay. Pay no attention to the errors. Just watch, watch, watch. He was swinging a gold watch in front of Jake Tapper back and forth. Isn't it great to be a Democrat? And you can rest assured that Ukraine will get all the money that we sent because, you know, come on. Why would that be a, an issue? 
Oh, and this is uh, this is uh, a funny one too. The Daily Signal. Do you know the Daily Signal? They are the Heritage Foundation uh, online. Uh, really, it's a news source. Now it really is, uh, and the Daily Signal is is wonderful. They're doing great stuff. Uh, if you don't, if you don't follow the Daily Signal, honestly, I, I would suggest plugging into them. I I go to the Daily Signal all the time, and this didn't happen until fairly recently that the Heritage Foundation website, the Daily Signal, uh, started doing important stuff. But now they really are doing important stuff. And this is a, uh, this is a fun one, uh, I've got to say. The Daily Signal, exclusive. Leaked policy exposes Fox News stances on woke ideology. Have you seen this? This is good stuff. First, on the Daily Signal at the Heritage Foundation, Fox News employees are allowed to use bathrooms that align with their gender identity rather than their biological sex and permitted to dress in alignment with their preferred gender. They must also be addressed by their preferred name and pronouns in the workplace. This is Fox News. These are just a few of the policies outlined in the company handbook dated January of 2021, and it's been a secret until now, a copy of which was shared with the Daily Signal. Fox also offers help to employees, listen to this, to help employees come up with workplace transition plan to ease their gender transition at work. This is the Fox News thing, and you can use the... uh, you can use the, the bathroom. Do they have locker rooms at Fox News, do you think? Because The revelations come amid uh, conservative consternation at Fox Digital's use of activist language like gender-affirming care in stories on its website, as well as the site's consistent use of female, female pronouns for biological males like TikTok celebrity Dylan Mulvaney and swimmer Leah Thomas formerly known as Will Thomas. Will Thomas, free Willie. And, uh, Willie's been freed in a number of uh, locker rooms, as a matter of fact. Fox also drew a strong backlash from a June 2022 on-air segment praising a child's gender transition, a child, a child's gender transition as an inspiration for others because kids, you know, chop, chop, fizz, fizz. Now, this did remind me of a scene in... Uh, one of my uh, favorite old movies called My Favorite Year, where Peter O'Toole plays a uh, movie star, kind of an Errol Flynn-style uh, uh, character named Alan Swan. And it's uh, set in a 1950s TV show in New York City in uh, Rockefeller, uh, Rockefeller Plaza, Rockefeller Center, like, um, uh, like the Sid Caesar show. And, uh, and here he goes into the, the character um, of Alan Swan goes into the ladies' room in 1955 or 1953 at Rockefeller Center, and it went like this. This is for ladies only. And so is this, Mom, but every now and again I have to run a little water through it. Ah, yes, but every now and then I have to run a little water through it. So Fox News apparently... Boy, oh boy, we should uh, share this one, shouldn't we? We should share this one on on the Twitter and uh, Facebook. I'm working at Newsmax now doing uh, 
9 p.m. show Monday through Friday at Newsmax. And uh, I'm not aware of any such policies at Newsmax, but, but Fox News, you know, ever since the Suns took over, things have gotten pretty weird. Yeah, we'll share this Daily Signal uh, story with you. By Mary Margaret Olihan. Good stuff. From the good people at the Heritage Foundation. Got a lot more coming up. Crazy Democrats, corruption. Uh, Members of Congress try to expose it and the media trying to hide it. Ah, yes. Uh, Let's go go to the telephones. And uh, do sign up. You know, subscribe for the Chris Plant Show podcasts. Listen to them anytime. You can share them with friends. Hey, listen to this hour of uh, fun stuff. Let's go to uh, let's go to Mike calling from Maryland. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning. Huh? Hey, Mike. Happy to be here. Welcome, welcome. Hey, I was uh, thinking with that three billion dollars that the Pentagon found. Yeah. And, well. They've already had experience with this kind of thing. They could hire, you know, drag queens. You know, they could actually hire some people that I know that are out of work now. You know, you got Sam Brenton and uh, Dylan Mulvaney. They're out of work. We could, you know, it'd be a jobs program too. It could be. They could use the three billion dollars. And you were very generous. You described it as money that they found, not money that they lost. Very generous. I think because first they had to lose it, of course, before they could find it. And it wasn't really then. It was a Senate staffer going through and said, hey, wait a minute. What happened to these $3 billion? And they said, huh? Well, also, Chris, it, it, who, who controls the Senate now? Yeah, Chuckle Schumer, the, the lizard king and the Democrats, yeah. Yeah, the Democrats found money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They'll get credit. That'll, yeah, by the time it makes it to the Washington Post, it will be a heroic day for the Democratic Party because a Senate staffer... Thank God for us. We just saved the taxpayer $3 billion. That'll be the spin they put on it. It's probably already happened at CNN. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.